Yo, 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 we back. Hot takes with CNM. How's my co-host over there? I'm good today. I'm really good. We're finally back at this, y'all. We didn't forget y'all. We here, though. Man. <laughs> Man. Had to come back, though. Had to come back. We getting started with our second episode. It's good to yes, be back. Yes, yes it um, is. What we got planned for today is start off hot. Super Bowl. How'd you like mm-hmm. it? Um, Actually, it was a really good game. When we really break it down, it was better than I expected it to be. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but the Bengals gagged it away at the end, so they choked. <laughs> they choked. The Bengals should have yes. won. I'll say, I'll say yes, but... You know, it was a good game. I did enjoy the game. I, I kind of missed half the game going in and out the house, you know. <laughs> I was everybody's chauffeur and stuff, so that's another story. But <laughs> Super Bowl was nice, and then I watched the end of the game. And from the start and the end of the game, it seemed like the Rams just figured out the Bengals. That's what it looked like. Oh, Bengals yeah. couldn't do much. They found out what holes to go into. And, well, you know, the Bengals, their players stepped out. They stepped up. Cooper Cup, Stanford, and then, you know, that defensive line is just all around crazy. No, that, de- so. that, de- that, that defensive line was monstrous <laughs> at the end. Like, and that's that's what – that's what that was the Bengals' downfall because the offensive line, even though they were pretty – I mean, we know they're terrible. Like, right. they allowed 50-plus 50, 50 sacks during the season and, like, over the playoffs, they said he got sacked like seventy plus. Like it was in total, it was like seventy sacks on the season, which is this is not good when you have a franchise quarterback. So we already knew the offensive line was terrible, but they were holding up really well that first half. So then it yeah. just—I mean, it just completely fell apart. I mean, you know, because they only had sacked Burrow like once or twice in the first half, but then like they came back and it was you know Aaron Donald started eating and Leonard Floyd, Von Miller, mm-hmm. you know, and then. Uh, that uh, I never heard of this guy, but Ernest Johnson for the Rams, he started coming up big for them, right. and then Burrow got hurt, you know, so then yeah. that wasn't good anyway. That was a questionable moment. I was like, oh no. <laughs> but I mean, if OBJ hadn't gotten hurt, I think that the Bengals would have lost even worse than they did. It would have been a, a blowout. I I can agree to that. I can agree to that. Because they came out fire. I mean, did he come out with a performance before? I mean, like, four or five receptions. Like, I think he ended with 60, 60-something yards and a touchdown. Yeah. That, I mean, <laughs> he was they, he was well on his way. <laughs> right. I'm I'm just happy he got him one. Happy Stanford got him one. It was a, it was a sweet moment. Well, yeah, because, you know, they always had said that Stafford couldn't win in big games. And then he proved to y'all, like, yeah, I can win in big games. You just got to put talent right. around me. You know, that's facts. <laughs> we saw that's what Jared facts. Goff did with that talent, and he didn't. I mean, he brought him to the Super Bowl, but he didn't win it. So, but no, went, then I again, say, that really wasn't dependent on him, though. Right. I say Todd Gurley got them to the Super Bowl, but you know, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a whole nother. That's a whole nother story. But I mean, the Rams' plunge worked. I mean. They started off big when they got Ramsey from the Jaguars a couple years ago, and then they drafted Cup in the third round, then they went to go get OBJ mm-hmm. this year and Vine for those in-season additions. So, you know, I guess they really they really don't need them picks after all. Shoot. <laughs> for what? 
you didn't build a super team. But for me, the Bengals lost the game when they had that second and one with 43 seconds left, and they took a shot. And I'm just like, and, but they had all their timeouts, so I didn't understand what was the rush. Like, I didn't understand I what was the rush. They ran the ball. And I was like, that's it. Because, like, why are you running the ball when time is going out? And I think that just, like, just ruined their chance. I was like, you got to throw a pass. You got one of the best quarterbacks in the league. You got to trust your guys to get open. I mean, yeah, but it was second and one. Like, and they yeah. still had, if I'm not mistaken, they had three timeouts. So if you don't get it on second and one, then you can call the timeout, call something else up. But that – that was that was a waste of a down to me, <laughs> you know, because then Aaron Donald wreak having on the third and third and one, and then he definitely got him on the fourth and one, and that was right. game over. <laughs> so they blew they blew it. I mean, they had it was per. I thought the game was going to go into overtime when they got back. I said because we already know McPherson has a heck of a leg and hit like 55, 56 yarders and something. Right. So they were well within his range if they had got maybe I don't know 10, 15 more yards. But they they blew it with that to me. Yeah, you know. I do. So I, I told my bad dad. I was like, "Why did they run it?" I was like, "Do everything but run the ball." Because I mean, at the end of the day, you want time to stop. You want time to be on your side. So if you throw yeah. a pass and it's incomplete, time stops. You're not having to waste a timeout or having to, you know, do anything else. But well, yeah. Well, the other the other thing. Well, the other thing was that the defense, even though the defense had held a, you know, pretty good for the Bengals all game, and so they let um, Stafford and Cup go fifteen plays and then score a touchdown. Yeah. I'm like, who else did they think that they were throwing to at that point? That that was <laughs> that's his guy. Like, I mean, did you not see what this man did during the regular season? Like. Yeah, we, we talk about this being one of the best wide receiver wide receiver seasons ever. Yeah, so I, I don't know what was up with that. They got definitely done something different, but you know, it was I don't know. It was just one of those. It was weird to me. I was like, you got to double team that man, even if he's in the slot. You know, try to bring over the safety. You gotta do something. And then in the red zone, yeah. there's only a couple routes that man can run. He's not no red zone guy where he can go catch the ball, go jump and catch the ball. You know, mm-hmm. he's gonna run a slant or like an, an out route or something like that. So, I mean, they kind of yeah. play better. You know, I feel bad for Apple. All the talk he was talking <laughs> about and stuff like well, that. Well, no. You can't talk, and then you can't get talked back at. <laughs> he was running his Man. mouth. They they was flaming him on Twitter. I was laughing. I was laughing. My little wing stop because I went to go get some wing stop for the game. <laughs> I mean, you know, what I'm saying I just need, I wanted to try it and stuff like that. So you know, I had my little lemon pepper wings and everything like that. You know, <laughs> like I was good. Like when I was reading right. the comments, and stuff, I was like, "Man, they are flaming this man." But then I looked at all his stuff that he had been saying. Throughout the season, I said, "Well, I said they right." <laughs> I mean, yeah, but I mean, in a way, I mean, you got to the Super Bowl, right? And all the guys you had to go against, from Tyree Kill, from Stephon Diggs, like he can talk, but to be great, be a great cornerback, 
You can talk, but you got to back it up. I mean, prime example yeah. is Richard Sherman. He talked more than anybody on the field and the field next to him. Yeah. <laughs> and so, I mean, he backed it up, though. That's why he's going to be yeah. – he is one of the all-time greats of at least this generation of quarterbacks. Oh, yeah. But I just think, like, he's not – Eli Apple's just not likable. Like, he talked about his former employers, like the Giants and the Saints and stuff, and people was talking crazy about that. Then he talking all that stuff he was saying. And then McCall Harmon, I was crying when his tweet, he said – he showed his Super Bowl ring. He's like, you can get one of these soon, little bro. <laughs> one one day. I said, that is just wrong. It's about being humble about it. That's – I think that's kind of what rubbed people the wrong way because you have no idea who you're going to need eventually or you who you made it a reference from. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because these people from the Giants and Saints organizations, they might get another job where you're trying to play at. True. And, I mean, they're not going to call and be like, man, there's a recommendation. You can't call them for no recommendation. You just basically said they're a trash franchise. <laughs> <laughs> Why would I call you for a recommendation? You just basically told me I'm terrible. Like, right? <laughs> you are your own, buddy. <laughs> yeah, but I was probably him getting back out and for getting cut and all, you know all this good stuff. So I mean, hey, I when you're making millions, I guess you can talk. <laughs> I guess. Oh, I guess you can talk. Listen, I listen. When I make my millions, baby, I ain't gonna be out here talking crazy. I'm gonna be minding my own business. <laughs> nope. The only thing you can be hearing is me on this talk show. <laughs> <laughs> For real, shoot. Like the only time y'all gonna hear from me is that twice a week. <laughs> Man, <laughs> you don't hear from me, then hey, we probably in Cancun or something. <laughs> right. <laughs> <You know? laughs> But anyway, anyway, like I am happy for the Rams though. Like they did finally break through. You know they went for it all. So it was overall a good game. You know I know everybody was talking about the halftime show, but I mean I really wasn't like I didn't really care about it like that because I I came to watch the football game. But that was cool too. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah, halftime time was halftime show was really nice. Good performance all together. I but thought, I mean I thought so. Yeah, it was good. It was good. No complaints there. But, I mean, I think something we really should talk about is Aaron Donald not coming back, possibly? Oh, yeah. That broke before the game that if he won the title, that he may not come back. So, what you think about that? Uh, that's – I don't know, really. Because if you think about it, he could really retire. Oh, yeah. And be a Hall of Famer the next day. Like, I think, honestly, I don't think he needs anything else. I mean, he got everything you wanted besides an MVP. That usually goes to offensive players either way. But, yeah. I mean, three-time defensive player of the year, rookie of the year. Now he's a Super Bowl champion. I mean. I don't know what else you want for a guy. <laughs> I mean, I, I was looking up the stats the other day. He was a seven-time All-Pro as well. Yeah. Uh, four-time defensive player of the year, a Super Bowl champ now, eight-time Pro Bowler. Um, <laughs> he's tied for eighth in sacks per game all-time. Second That's in ridiculous. tackles for loss. He's been relatively healthy. He's played in 127 games. I mean... You know, in the Super Bowl, they said they credited him with two and a half sacks and a forced fumble, and then obviously he made the play of the game. Right. Because <laughs> he sacked Burrow. So, 
he has literally nothing else to prove. I mean, the only thing he can do is pile the stats. I mean, like, but the guy has nothing else left to prove. I mean, the only thing he can do is maybe they build a dynasty off this. You know, maybe right. they, they bring everybody back. Maybe they bring Miller back. They bring OBJ back. Maybe they get, you know, maybe they get somebody else to come who wants to, you know, compete for a championship. Maybe that's the next premier mm-hmm. destination. Right. He said, he said, you know, during their parade, he's like, y'all bring everybody back. He said he run it back. So, I mean, there's a chance still. But, you know, as we've seen yeah. with Tom Brady and the Bucks keeping the same team all together might not be the move. Yeah, because this, I mean, we saw it was hard, you know, to run it back. I mean, they gave the Rams a run for their money, but I mean, ultimately they were in the wrong place at the wrong time. Right. <laughs> the Rams ended up, the Rams ended up winning it all. But I mean, when you look at Aaron Donald as just, you know, the player he is, I mean, guys double and triple teaming them, guy is still having double digit sack seasons. Like, He's... Yeah, they got everybody on the line. Yeah, and this guy's I, still breaking through. <laughs> right. Yeah. He's, he's, I, to me, I think he's one of the, you know, greatest defensive players we've seen up there. Oh, with, yeah. You know, Warren Sapp, and you got just legends. <laughs> like, I think he's up there as a D tackle, though. You know, usually yeah. you see like the outside linebackers, the middle linebackers, you know, the corners with Dion. Mm hmm. But a defensive tackle and just the way he can impact the game, the way he does, it's just ridiculous. Yeah, because they consider him to be a little bit undersized. That was six one. He's like two hundred and eighty pounds. But I mean, the <laughs> dude right. is huge. He's, he's a mountain of a man. Like, you know, I've seen some of his workouts and stuff. I'm just like, my goodness gracious! Like, <laughs> you know, like imagine that coming down to your quarterback on your running back as a turn to ten. Like, that's a nightmare. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I could. That's just yeah. He's a beast. But you definitely right. He could be a Hall of Famer, you know, tomorrow if he decided to retire. I mean, I think it's just gonna come down to you know what he really wants to do because maybe he just wants to spend time with his family. He said that that he credited his family in uh, I think it was after the game or whatever. So Mm -hmm. maybe he just want to just kind of ride off into the sunset already because I mean he could obviously play like you know, you know five, seven, seven more years easily if he really wanted to. But, you know, obviously there's other things that are more important than football. Very true, very true. You you know, you just have to weigh those things and figure out, you know, what you want, obviously. But, you know, we're going to have to just see. You know, hopefully they, hopefully he don't leave us in limbo. But I mean, if they, if he, do, if he does retire, though, that's a huge loss for the Rams, though. That's a huge, huge. Oh loss yeah, for them. I mean, that's that's your guy. <laughs> you can't yeah. replace that. I mean, no, you can't talk about man. Let's go get somebody else to the draft. Uh, but who? <laughs> right. You know who? Who you gonna trade for? That's gonna be Aaron Donald. Uh, Nobody, <laughs> you know, if he was ever on the trade block, I can guarantee it, all 31 other teams would be like, what we need to do, <laughs> you Man. know, so, but we're going to switch over here to the NBA real quick. What is the best, you. what is the best team in the NBA right now? Best team in the NBA right now. Mm-hmm. I'm going with the Bucks, Milwaukee Bucks. 
Okay. So, I know that might not be too far-fetched, but I'm going with the Bucks. Even with the Heat, with the Heat and the, you know, they first. I'm not too confident on them We're in the playoffs. Oh, really? I'm not. That was what I was going to say is the best team. I mean, yeah. record-wise, record-wise, you know, first in the East, I'll, it's not too far that they're best team. But to me, I think it's the Bucks. Mm. When the Bucks are healthy, I think they're the best team. I think we have a deeper roster, to be honest. I'm not even going to lie. I think we well, have you a know, deeper roster. I don't know because – We've had major players miss significant time. Butler, Lowry, and Bam, they, like, those are our big players. We won with guys like Kyle Guy right. and Caleb Martin. But, like, but guess what? The Bucks can say the same thing. What? Giannis has been there. What are you talking well, about? Well, but let's talk about it, though. So, the Bucks' big three, Holiday, Middleton, and Giannis, they have mm-hmm. only played 20 games with each other out of the whole season. Mm. Okay. So, that's less, that's less than half the season. And their record with all the 20 games they played, they're 17-3. and three. To me, if they're healthy – they're going to be first in the East. But also, I think they're the best team because they're just the team to beat. Until they lose in the playoffs, get kicked out, they're the team to beat. Well, we've beaten the Bucs, baby. Um, <laughs> we swept them. <laughs> the playoffs, last time I checked. I mean, so, I mean, you know, but when, they we last on that champion, when we were on that championship run, you know, just you know, two years ago, so... And you know we we didn't pretty much we've added pieces only since then. We we always find ways to win. You know we got Omar Omar Yurt. I don't even want to I don't want butcher this guy's name, but Yurt. What they didn't found we got PJ Tucker, gritty guys, gritty. They play hard every night. And then Tyler Hero has taken the next step with his twenty points, five rebounds, and four assists because he should have been an All Star this year, an All Star reserve. So. Oh okay okay. Yeah, well, I mean... I'm just saying. No bias because that's my favorite team. I'm just saying. I went back and I did my, I did my, you know, my research here, darling. So that, you know, I'm speaking from a objective point of view. So, yeah, I mean, the Heat are a great team. Of course, first in the East, Jimmy Butler leading the charge. I mean, the Heat when Jimmy Butler is playing, they're they're contenders because I think he's that type of player. He showed us in the bubble that championship as he went. Toe to toe with LeBron James. I mean, if you don't have toe to toe with the King, you can't. You can't just be an All Star after that. You're a superstar. So I mean, he yeah. definitely makes them a contender. So they're up there, but I mean, I, I just feel like when KD gets healthy, the Nets are going to be the team to beat still. Yeah. For the team, so yeah, so the Nets and Bucks, when they, whenever they get healthy, those are the two teams you gotta beat. That's my opinion we, on it. We just beat the Nets a couple nights ago, like. But it, it gotta be the playoffs. Oh my gosh! It gotta be the playoffs. Well, we're we're not worried. I'm, <laughs> I I trust it. I trust it, Riley. Pat down there, he know what the heck he doing. He seemed to always put it together every year. Hey. So 
As long as we've got Pat Riley down there and Eric Spoke, Coach Spoke, we're going to figure it out. When they can put me and you out there, we're going to be competitive every year. <laughs> every year. <laughs> nice role so, players right there. Well, I can go Probably. ahead and score like six, seven on the bench. <laughs> the bench, too. You know, shit. I'll wave the towel. <laughs> <laughs> shit. Man. You know. But, a player uh, coach like that. Juan Howard out there. <laughs> hey, listen. I like the team shit. I've never been to Miami, but, you know, maybe, you know, maybe next year, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we go ahead and think about taking that trip, you know, so next March. <laughs> Shoot, book it. Man. Hot takes in Miami. <laughs> that has a nice ring to it, too. <laughs> <laughs> but speaking of the Nets, you know, I know they just blew blew it up, but we're going to talk about with what went wrong with Kyrie, James, and KD being together, and then what's going on with your Lakers at this point? Because, um, you know. <laughs> well, to start with the Nets, we're probably on the talk of the Nets. Mm-hmm. It's KD. KD. They were, I think they were like second in the East when KD was playing. KD was That was during Christmas. KD. Yeah, so KD was being KD. And, you yeah. know, they're top in the East, and KD gets injured around January, mid-January, right? Mm-hmm. Then the Nets end up going on an 11-game losing streak. Yep, and they just broke it, if I'm not mistaken, yeah, the other night. just broke it <laughs> with a whole new team. whole new team. So, yeah. I mean, if anything, I would say it's just KD. I mean, KD was that type of player for them. And I didn't think so because, you know, they had Harden and then, you know, just the other pieces like Aldridge. And, you know, I didn't think KD was that great of a impact for them. But yeah. I was wrong because when KD went out, 11-game losing streak happened. And it was like, are they even going to make the playoffs? Well, KD himself is averaging 29.2 points this year, 7.4 rebounds and 5.8 assists. And, I mean – you, when Harden, when Harden, when, when he was on a team, he, I mean, he was averaging 22 and a half, 10 assists and eight rebounds himself, but you don't have anybody that could adequately replace KD, you know right. what I'm saying? Like, and, and then especially with Kyrie, he's still being a part-time player, not being able to play in the home games, but play at the away games. You know, he's kind of, I mean, the NBA is kind of just like a part-time, part-time job for him at the moment. <laughs> so, That's you nice know. part-time well, job, though. I, I hey eight, eight, eight <laughs> figures for you know 10 15 hours a week shoot yeah. <laughs> shoot I, I get I'll call you tomorrow be like I'm done with this you know this school <laughs> stuff you know <laughs> shoot <laughs> I'm going on vacation <laughs> but I think that that ultimately hurt um the situation and then ultimately playing together because when it was all said and done they've only they only played like 16 games together <laughs> like yeah they, they I mean they you know, we never got to really see them at their full, their fullest capabilities, their fullest capacity. Mm-hmm. We got to see it in, in doses, and you know, we got teased a lot, but it was, it, it wasn't anything to be like, "Ooh, wow, look at that!" And like when it was all put together, we're like, "Man, that's crazy!" Like, you know, they're gonna go toe to toe with the Lakers last, you know, when we we're talking about last year and stuff, and then nothing. And then ultimately, I think that going back to Kyrie, like because he's not. 
I mean, obviously he has his own reasons for not wanting the vaccine, and then they have the mandate and stuff like that. But then mm-hmm. they had an excellent point. The commissioner actually brought up an excellent, excellent point the other day. He was like, unvaccinated players from other teams can go to Barclays and play, but Kyrie can't play. So I was like, I, mm-hmm. I mean, I didn't think about it like that, but I was like, that does make a lot of sense because if if the home team can't have their fullest roster, but you let the other people come out of town and do the same thing that you talk about, you we're not allowing this in New York right now. Well, then you gotta pick. You gotta pick or choose. Right. Either you're not gonna let them. Either you're not gonna let them play, or you are. You know, because <laughs> <laughs> you can't. You can't have it both ways with this. Like if there's rule, if it's rules, then it has to be applied to everybody, you know. I, I and I totally get it, that. you know, and I get it that it's such a hot button issue and it's a hot, it's a hot topic on hot takes, mm. you know. But I mean, at this point, it's just like for me, it's just it's not that serious. I mean, if you're gonna get it, get it. If you're not, then I mean, ain't nobody worried about it. I'm not gonna right. go around and ask people like, man, do you have the flu vaccine? Like, I. I, I don't care. Like I don't. That's like me asking what type of car do you drive? What's your social security number? Like mm-hmm. that is information that has nothing to do with me. That does not impact my life. That does not help my life. That does not move my life forward. Knowing those things about you, like what time you go to bed at night, Chris? Like, <laughs> like what am I gonna do with that? What am I gonna do? You tell me. Okay, ten o'clock. Oh wow. Like what am I going to do with that? Seriously. Seriously, what am I going to do with that information? Nothing. <laughs> so they're not going to do anything with knowing whether Kyrie did or did. I mean, you know, obviously they have to know now. But I think it came to why it didn't work because everybody wasn't sacrificing. And that's kind of how James felt. And I guess that's why he kind of quit his way out of town a little bit. Because, right. you know, he was kind of, you know, he said he didn't want There was a lot of rumblings before he got traded. And we were like, okay, well, he's going to get traded for the second time in two years. And then he did. And then now here we are, you know. So I guess it kind of felt like everybody wasn't buying in. And yeah, things I, don't I work if everybody that. doesn't buy in. <laughs> so. Yeah, that's what I mean. That was a big trade. Nets, they acquired Ben Simmons. You add the Curry and then RJ mm-hmm. Drummond, which who they I feel like who they really needed was a center and they got that with Andre Drummond. Oh yeah. I mean, right if the Nets get it together, get the chemistry up, and you know by the time KD come back, you know play around him, they're gonna be mm-hmm. one of those teams that you don't want to see in the playoffs because that's a long series right there. So. Oh yeah, I think I think also I think short term for that Philadelphia wins because Harden's been playing, you know, and even mm. in a down and even in a down season, you know, he's still averaging the twenty two and a half points, eight rebounds, and ten ten assists, and then they still they got Paul Millsap too, who's right. averaging nine points, three rebounds, and one assist off the bench. So it wasn't like he was just a throw in type of player. So in the short term, mm-hmm. yeah, they won because they have Harden, but Harden is thirty two years old. He has a forty-seven million dollar player option that he's probably going to opt into, um, right. and then he's he's eligible to sign another two hundred and five million dollar contract for the next three or four years. So he's going to be what thirty-six, and they're going to be paying him almost fifty million. Um, and he kind of just quit his way out of Brooklyn. So it's like every time he's not happy with something, like he kind of start letting himself go and, and pouting. <laughs> that's right. how he got out of that's that's how he got out of Houston. And that's how he got out of Brooklyn. So it's like there's a pattern developing here that if things don't go in my way, then 
you know, I'm going to put a rumbling out there that I want to get traded, but I don't want the public to think it was me. I wanted to be like, it's the Nets, you know, mm-hmm. when you really could just say, like, you really just don't want to be here. Because like, that's basically ultimately what he said. Um, right. But I think long term, if Ben Simmons can get back to what he was doing, which was averaging 15.9 points a game, 8.1 rebounds and 7, I mean, 8.1 assists, <laughs> 7 rebounds, then the Brooklyn Nets win because he's only what twenty five. I mean, so right, they he's can, still young. He they can build around. And he's six eleven. I mean, he's a triple. <laughs> he's a triple double. Every he's right. he's like a. I don't. I don't want to say. I don't want to say a poor man's version of Giannis, but I mean, he he does everything that Giannis does. He's just not quite there yet. So, um, and then you brought up Curry. I mean, Curry was playing Seth Curry. Was playing really good, giving fifteen points, three yeah. three rebounds, and about four assists. And then Andre Drummond was no throw in either. I mean, the guy was averaging, giving something hefty off the bench with six points, eight rebounds, and two assists. So I mean, they they got a lot of value back. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't think I don't think it was what they quite expected for Ben Simmons. But I mean, if everybody knows you're trying to get rid of something, then I'm not going to give you full value for it. Right. <laughs> you yeah. know. If I know you're trying to get rid of your car, you know, you want twenty five hundred dollars, I'm gonna wait till you only want a thousand dollars because you want to get rid of it. Mm-hmm. So and that's ultimately what they did. So I mean, I think it's gonna be good to see I think they play each other uh in on the March sixth, so that will definitely be a game to see. <laughs> I wanna see it. Because yeah, I'm ben definitely is, for that. If Ben is back and and Harden and Harden's you know back, I, I mean I want to see it. <laughs> I want to see it. Because uh, I'm shoot, I'm gonna definitely tune into TNT, ABC, whatever they're playing because that's, that's gonna be a heck of a game. But getting to your Lakers now, darling. Um, what's going on? What's happened? What, what's Honestly, happened? I do not really know. I mean, so <laughs> you know, off season requires Russell Westbrook, right? Me personally, yeah. <laughs> me personally, I already knew what was going to happen. Russ Westbrook, the type of player who, who's a high energy type player, but mm-hmm. that's costly because he has a lot of turnovers. You know, knucklehead, knucklehead. Yes, players, right. Yes, but you know, with teams like the Rockets and then the Wizards and then um going back to OKC, mm-hmm. he. Usually, he plays higher than the turnover ratio. So, he might have six turnovers, but the team play he develops and, you know, creates is more than just six turnovers. So, Mm -hmm. you know, lately, so, well, first off, I was like, you know, we're going to have a rough season. First off, rough season, it's going to be rough early on for Russ. (laughs) Right. So, I'm not surprised where we're at, but. You know, of course, with what we have, we shouldn't be ninth in the West. And so, you know, as a Lake, Laker fan. This hurting you. I, <laughs> I wouldn't say we're used to winning, but at the same time, I mean, this is nothing new, if that makes sense. So, mm. the only difference is we have firepower, if that would say. Not mm-hmm. just Jordan, Jordan Clarkson and Julius Randle before they start becoming all-stars. So... <laughs> Yeah, so well. I mean, so I mean, Brandon Ingram too. Yeah, Lonzo. We had some good players. <laughs> we had you some did. good players, and 
I feel like if we we if we kept them for you know extra years and allowed them to develop because I mean everybody needs to develop when they come oh, into yeah. the NBA. So I mean, but you know, if you had a chance to get LeBron James, Anthony Davis, I would most definitely get them. You know, that's just it's common sense. So, oh yeah, I, mean, I think anybody, I think anybody would have traded for AD. I mean, but he's just right. he's just too off and on, and then now he's hurt again. So right. and so. <laughs> Lately, so when AD got on, um, so when AD got hurt, it was like, all right, you know, street clothes, right? That's the nickname. <laughs> yeah, so, street clothes. In the street more than he's in the league. <laughs> right, and so, you know, it's street clothes, right? And so now, you know, you got to make the, uh, make the case like, okay, it's injury prone. And so, like, yes, we knew he was injury prone, but it looks like, when he comes back, he just came back and he was averaging at least he was averaging crazy numbers. He was mm-hmm. getting 35, 30, and you know, high twenties and stuff like that. But yes, but look at the teams he was doing that against though. Very true, very true. But you know, as a Laker fan, you take anything, right? So we're like, all right, yeah, y'all would. <laughs> we're we're winning and then we know we lost some games, right? So and then you gotta go on. We're like, all right, what's Bron doing? Bron's hurt, so now we're all nervous because Bron get hurt. That's the end of all. <laughs> oh yeah. And so Bron got hurt. Then it was eighty. Well, you know they talk about he got that swollen, swollen knee or something right now. So yeah. And so I look into that. It's like fluid in his knee. That's not really too good. But no. You know he he's a millionaire. I wonder what they're gonna do. <laughs> so, I mean, we'll see what happens with that. If he's gonna rest, I don't expect him to play the All Star game like that. He might come in, get a dunk in, and you know, hop back out. See how that goes. But um, I don't know. He in his hometown. You got you got whatever you go back to your hometown. You got to show out. You got to show right, out. So, now. You, you, know, you know, he might might want to pull another AD in New Orleans. <laughs> And get fifty. <laughs> you know, you know, even even when I go home now, I should I gotta, you know, I gotta, I gotta do a little something when I go back home, you know, because right. <laughs> you, know, you know, um, but I would say for me, what's went wrong with y'all is Russell Westbrook, like you said, like you said, but I think it's more so in I don't because I don't, you know, some viewers were saying that I was a little harsh on the critique last week. <laughs> so they said it was garbage. I didn't I didn't say the man was garbage. I don't think nobody's garbage. What I what I'm saying is his play is garbage. His attitude is garbage. His persona yeah. is garbage. Okay. He's still trying to be an MVP candidate on a team with Hall of Famers and championship aspirations. Right. It's like it's kind of like when you're making, like when you make a chocolate chip cookie recipe. You know what I'm saying? You get your little chocolate chips together. You get your mm-hmm. brown sugar. You know, you get the flour and everything. And that's eighty and and LeBron. They, they they everything that's supposed to go in that the chocolate chips mm-hmm. and then everybody every you know everybody else was just nice. The whites like the butter. You know, Carmelo. You know, was the you know um the the baking soda and stuff. It was nice. You know what I'm saying? And then when you when you bake it and everything. Now work with me now. Work with me now. You bake right, it and everything. It comes out it comes out as beautiful, right? And then you just mm-hmm. you talk about man, I want to make like an ice cream sandwich. I'm gonna put some ice cream on it. See, Russ was supposed to be the ice cream, a luxury. But mm-hmm. add to what y'all already have. You see, what the problem has been is that Russ has not been ice cream. It's kind of like putting hot sauce. It's a, 
that's a chocolate chip cookie <laughs> recipe. It don't go there. I don't yeah. care how much sugar you put on it, how much butter, how many chocolate chips, how much brown sugar you put in that thing. When that comes out, what you go taste? The hot sauce. Because <laughs> it don't go there. It, it don't go there. So he doesn't work right now. I mean, yes, he's he's averaging great numbers. 22.9 points a game, 7.4 rebounds, 8.5 assists. But he's still trying to be a triple-double machine. And that's not what's needed. You're mm-hmm. supposed to play your role. You know, just get in there, be that right. extra. See, be, that, be the ice cream. You're supposed to be mm-hmm. the ice cream. But you're trying to be hot sauce. And the hot sauce don't mix with the chocolate chips. It's not mixing <laughs> with the butter. And it's not mixing with the flour. You're just, you're messing everything up. Right. I mean, I mean, Russ is a great player. We're talking about a guy that's probably going to make the Hall of Fame. Um, I think he's top, he, he was voted as a top 75 player. So it's not that he's not talented, but everybody in the NBA is talented. The only thing, the only time that things work is when everybody buys in and everybody sacrifices. He's not mm-hmm. sacrificed anything. Because he's still right. trying to be the same player he was in. What you stated, OKC, Houston, and Washington. And it didn't work in any of those locations. Yeah, well, I take that. Well, I don't know about that. I feel like it, it worked. It didn't. It, well, if the end goal, if we're looking at the end goal being the championship, I'll say yes, it didn't work because he don't got one, right? It's, but, not, it's not even about it being a championship. It's just about winning games. <laughs> being competitive. I mean, so... The weirdest situation, that was a little weird. And I feel like Russ, he should have got it a lot. He, he should, have, should have been in a better position, right? But then – Yes. With Russell Westbrook. Yeah. The verdict was, after All-Star break, oh, this mm-hmm. is MVP Russ. We got him back, right? So the Wizards, mm-hmm. they went into play in, but they fell short, I believe. And, you know, that was it. We are talking good about Russ. It was all good. Yeah. But, you know, I, I do think Russell Westbrook is one of those most hated players with the media because he's not that nice of a guy. I do think that. So, mm-hmm. You know, the media is waiting for him to have a bad game. Oh, he shot three of 17. Yeah, okay. Right. Yeah, so I, I agree think, with that. I do. So I do think I he's do. picked on. But I do mm-hmm. agree with you. He does need to at least find – Find his place, his rightful place, not just any place, a rightful place with the yes. You know, I mean, anybody can come in and just play, but you right. have to fit right. And so the way Wade yes. even said said something about trying to help him out with it, because I mean, first time in Russ Russell's career, he's not the first or second option. Yes, he's right. the third option. And the right. sooner so, that gets accepted, then y'all can start going somewhere. Right. <laughs> And so being the third option on the team, right? Yes. You got to learn how to um, basically. Adapt. <laughs> right. Got to learn how to adapt. But, you know, I would say it's tough because mentally, you know, you're like, you're like, I'm better than the second person. Let's say that. He's like, I'm better than AD. The ball should come yeah. through. Right? Right. I can get a player saying that because if you mm-hmm. think about it, you're like, I'm not a I'm not a second I'm I'm barely a second option, but you're not making me being a third. So I can mm-hmm. see where that tension comes from, right? So I'm not right. I'm not surprised, right? right. And so 
with that, I mean, it would be hard for any player. I mean, we learned that with James Harden yes. in the playoffs. And then, you know, when it was time for him to be that second option when Kyrie got hurt. Right. You know, just it sucked. He just pulled a hammy or something like that, right? Right. So, I mean, you could say if James Harden played played as a third option. Mm-hmm. You could possibly say Kyrie maybe couldn't got hurt. You know, just stuff like that. Yeah. But you can, I mean, you, but, can th- you can think you're better than the next person, then that's fine. You you're you justify to think that you know what I am better at this than but if you need that person <laughs> and you're supposed to be together on it, right? Then you can't have that type of mentality. I can't come into this with you talking about you know what, I'm superior when it comes to this. Right. I already know what the heck I'm talking about. Like, you know what? Forget Chris. I'ma do me. Mm-hmm. What the, what what did I what am I gonna bring you in to do this for if that if that's how I, if that's really how I feel like what you doing <laughs> that's a waste come on now mm-hmm. it, it, everybody has to, that's a, we have to understand this doesn't work if we don't mm-hmm. both understand our roles if you if you don't if you don't come for record time or I don't bring no I don't do my research I don't bring my notes. I don't have nothing to talk about, so then we on here wasting time. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? You ain't got nothing. To, you ain't got nothing to say because you didn't do nothing. So then, so then we're just wasting time, and then nobody's doing what they're supposed to be doing. Nobody's understanding their role. Nobody's understanding their place. So then, so then, what are you doing it for? Correct. There has to be a but purpose. now, I will have to put some blame on the coach. Okay. Only because, fair. only because. I mean, if we look at Russell Westbrook's coaches, right? Scott Brooks mm-hmm. and um, Donovan, right? Something like that. Yeah. Donovan. Billy, Billy Donovan. Yeah, so Scott Brooks is a player coach. Straight that was the one that. in Washington. Yeah, he's in Washington right now. Scott Brooks, player mm-hmm. coach. You can see that with all the teams he's been with. OKC, Washington right now, right? Player mm-hmm. coach. Billy Donovan, he comes from the uh, college, college route, right? Right. So he's going to be easily a better person to talk to as a player coach. Mm-hmm. So they both had KD and Russ. I feel mm-hmm. like when he Russ had a player coach, someone who was at least teaching him and dealing with those the attitudes and the craziness of Russ, he played mm-hmm. better. Frank Vogel, you can say this is the first time he had a – well, this is the first time he had so much firepower because, I mean – you go back to the teams with the Pacers. It was just Paul mm-hmm. George. I mean, you can say Danny Granger and Roy Hibbert, but no, but come on. I mean, yeah, they were good, but I mean, <laughs> they were good, on, but they're, they're not, not. It's not LeBron and AD, like right. This, so I mean, know. I think this might be too much for Vogel to handle because mm-hmm. now it's like, okay, so we have three players who can all get get us twenty five. Mm-hmm. And he has the pressure of, okay, we have LeBron James. We have to run offense through him, right? Mm-hmm. Now the second part gets a little tricky. AD is the leader of the team on the court points-wise. Mm-hmm. So if AD is going, the team is going. So that's pressure. So he's like, all right, we got to run the offense through Bron, but AD mm-hmm. got to get the ball and get his. Mm-hmm. Now you br- And so the season before – they had everything they wanted, just injuries happen, right? Just suck, right. right? And so it sucks, you know. Now, you know, as an organization, you're like, all right, what, what, what other piece do we need? 
Mm-hmm. Look for trading the offseason, possibly get another shooter, Buddy Hill, right? Then go through. Now, Russell Westbrook's on the table, all right? Get the next best player. Russell Westbrook's the next best player. But now. But y'all had that Buddy Hill trade. You, I, I don't know what happened to that. I would have liked Buddy Hill because your star said they didn't want Buddy. They wanted Russ. That's what happened. I, you know, I need to. Le- I probably need to read up on that. But that's probably what happened, like you said. But I mean, if anything, we got Russ, right? So we know what you right. get with Russ. But I feel, I feel like they didn't properly tell him what his place on the team was because I feel like Frank Vogel isn't that type of coach. But what do you mean? There was there was reports that came out that said that they LeBron and AD they had had phone calls when they had met up with him. They nothing nothing I mean, happens with star players on the team. They consult them when it comes to these big decisions. That how right. did Harden, that's how Harden ended up in Brooklyn. I mean, because mm-hmm. Kyrie and KD were consulted. That's how KD ended up in Golden State. Because Steph, Draymond, and Clay, and even probably Iguodala too. Because he's probably considered a star in the Bay Area. Right. We're consulting. Stars don't just I think the difference is, I think the difference is, it's different when it comes to if you're getting the ball, your stats, stuff like that. So. But is stats more important than winning? I mean, it depends who you're talking to. But he said, but Russ has said numerous times, all I care about is winning. So well, yeah, true. he's definitely one of those players. I just feel like the that adjustment. All right, let me get off the tank, right? Mm-hmm. And then, honestly, I do think he's playing outside his game. Okay. But he's shooting. Well, I'll take that back. I feel like he's playing in his game, mm-hmm. but not. he's not um, focusing on his strong suits, if that makes sense. No, that does. That does. So, I mean, you know, he's shooting a lot, but – you know, new days and age, shooting live threes, right? So I don't care. But I feel like he's not being the Russ Rex. We know the athletic, let's go to the rim, go dunk on somebody. So I feel like he's not being that type of Russ out there. So, I mean, mm-hmm. is that the type of play because Anthony Davis needs space out there? Like, I don't know really all together. And then, you know, I think – I just think it's hard for Russ right now. And so – now, you know, reports came out he has back problems and he hasn't been the greatest right now. So, you know, I don't know. But then, you know, we have Bron and AD out there the other week against mm-hmm. the Blazers. Against the Blazers. <laughs> Y'all gagged that one And we away. lost. <laughs> we gave the win away. And so, you know, as a Laker fan, you're like, it's not Russ. He wasn't on the court. Yeah. You have yeah. – LeBron and Anthony Davis on the court. Well, I think that was a turning point of why y'all didn't trade him because if y'all had y'all had to y'all got to see LeBron and AD just being able to be LeBron and AD, and even then, it it still wasn't. Even then, it was like, okay, so maybe Russ isn't the problem. Maybe these pieces just don't go together. (laughs) Right. So it could be that, and then you know, found out that like it was, you know, people. From the Lake organization, is like it was harder to trade Russ than they expected. But uh, yes, because they've been no seeing one... Russ play too. <laughs> but I mean, if we, I feel like they're, I feel like they're probably looking for too much. Because I mean, Russ is oh, a great yeah. player, but I'm like, 
I would take a role player. Yeah, I would have taken anybody. Yeah, I would have taken I would take in a couple role players, but people who can like shoot and defend. They don't we don't yes. need no we don't need another all star in trade. We don't need you know nothing no. like you know, maybe a first round, but it's not like a lottery pick. Like, you know, I'll be okay with that. Right. Well you were never go- you were never gonna get what y'all gave up to get him. I mean yeah. <laughs> you're not gonna get the same value for something when you try to get if y'all try to get no. if I try to return something a couple months later, I'm not gonna get the same I'm not gonna get back what I bought it for. So if I spent five hundred dollars, I'm not getting five hundred dollars back. Right. And I feel like <laughs> It was that way because he was also injured as well. So no one's like, you know, we're yeah. not going to get him for him not to play. Right. And so the Lakers situation, I do think after this All-Star break, things will get better. I feel like we'll make the play-in at least. Um, we'll win enough games to make the play-in. That's right now as a Laker fan. That's, that's going to be now. great. That's how you going to feel as a Laker. You're going to feel fantastic because y'all made the play-in. I mean, what else you got? You can't really look at too much more than that because we're ninth in the West, right? All-Star break is coming up this weekend. So, I mean, yeah, you can't – I mean, right now you just got to be like, all right, we're ninth. Let's get finish out, finish out this week, get our get the break you need. Mm-hmm. And then basically just start over with quotation marks around that. <laughs> I mean, I so, do. I mean – it's it's a weird concept. I mean, Russ has shown he's played better after All Star break, learning yeah. what the team is and stuff like that. So we'll see what happens. I feel like Brown will play better too. Well, he's been playing better. He's just ninth in the West. So I mean, <laughs> oh, LeBron has been on fire. He, LeBron, LeBron is not the problem. Yeah. <laughs> he's having one of his best better seasons, most definitely. I mean, stat wise, he's. He's won MVPs with lesser stats, so. <laughs> well, he's in the so, conversation. I mean, I, mean, I don't right. know if he's going to win it, but he's in the conversation. But, probably, I mean, every year, he, every year he plays. Every year he yeah. plays in the conversation, though. <laughs> right. So He's been in the conversation for, what, 19 years? I mean, like. Man. So, but, I mean, I think, I think that it's not only that he just doesn't fit. I just think that I think the Lakers don't even really want him now. But now you're just kind of stuck, so right. you can't get you can't get up off of him. It's not like you can just cut him because I mean mm-hmm. that that's a ridiculous amount of dead cap on your on y'all you know y'all cap room because I mean that's already that situation's already terrible anyway because you got AD and LeBron mm-hmm. making thirty plus million dollars already a year. That's why you had to put you know Malik Monk and Austin Reeves and Carmelo Anthony and Dwight Howard and you know well I think like our that. supporting cast is pretty decent and but then I also do. No. Mm-hmm. Kendrick Nunn's been injured the whole season. I don't think no one has expected that to happen. Oh, that was a nice and, Yeah. I was definitely. I was like, oh, Kendrick Nunn? I was like, yeah, good defender. Bucker Gator. He was a problem in that bubble with the Lakers. So I was like, hey, good piece. Malik Monk. I'm not surprised at how well he's doing. So, I mean, mm-hmm. but this is what I'm going to say. Winning cures everything. <laughs> so if we start winning, yes, as long as you start winning, <laughs> right? So if we start winning, there won't be any problems. Mm-hmm. Well, I won't not say problems. There won't be any talk about it. They like have the Lakers turned around. You know, all the, you know how the media does. So if we start winning and stuff like that, and start climbing up the rankings, 
I don't think we'll get past six. I think the top five. Six. Like, I don't think we'll get past six. Because I mean, six. other teams. Yeah, shooting six. for the stars. Like I mean, no, because like, there are no stars out tonight. But my goodness. <laughs> I mean, well, there's one. <laughs> I mean, we're only a couple games out of eight. I said, to tell you that, we're two games out of eight. Well, so you can get destroyed by the Suns. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You gonna say the Suns, or you want you want to see Golden State? <laughs> either or, either or be be less painful. <laughs> yeah, oh, for, and, and and I want you to go ahead and get your broom and your dustpan because that's a so yeah. weak. <laughs> so I mean, so right now we're looking at so Lakers are nine, Clippers eight, Timberwolves are seven, and then Nuggets are six. The Timberwolves got... been nice this year. Yeah. And the Nuggets they have... have been nice too. The Nuggets, okay, Nuggets have MVP Jokic, so I'm not surprised by their, by who they, by their record. Well, the Clippers have Ed Edwards. They got Carson Towns. <laughs> yes. Who's a beast right now, a straight problem. Yeah, so really, I think Edwards the only been. team, I think the only team we can be catching right now is, um, is really just the, uh, Clippers and Timberwolves. Well, then Blaze has been looking pretty good, you know, so <laughs> they might leapfrog, you know. You know, they just whooped up on you, you know, not to, you know, last right. week. <laughs> and it won't be the bearer I mean, of bad news, but. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, we'll see what happens. I mean, injuries can change the game. Mm. Or just a conference period, so we'll see what happens. Y'all better hope LeBron don't get injured, y'all. That's if he does that, that's it for y'all. That is a wrap. (laughs) Three, but I think last topic of the night, our last Mm -hmm. couple minutes, we got off season NFL for our teams. What do you want to see happen? Oh my gosh! Well, the season was an F for me, so (laughs) really, when you run the ball, when you run the ball. What was it, 13 seconds? 13 seconds, right? 13, 14 seconds, right? <laughs> and, then we, and then we have no timeouts. That, for me, that canceled out every great thing that we did. Because it, it was for a quarterback draw with 14 seconds left, no timeouts, mm-hmm. and not using our playmakers properly. Did you know that CeeDee Lamb only had, like, one reception the whole game? What? You don't draft people in the first round so that they can sit on the sideline. Okay, like, that, like that, you're not paying people to sit on the sideline. We got Dak got paid seventy five million dollars this year, and yeah. he was just average. He was okay, you know. He did what we were supposed to do. I mean, we we beat the NFC, we beat the East. Ooh, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Um, I mean, the defense was fantastic. You know, we led the, we led takeaways. You know, Trevon Diggs was out of his mind this year. So there was there was there was a lot of good things on the defense. I mean Zeke he had he had a thousand yard season finally, uh, but I mean in seventeen games for a thousand yards, um, you know that was kind of disappointing. But then he was hurt a little bit. So I guess no, what no. I want to I guess what I want to see honestly is us acting like we got some darn sense. That's what I want to see. 
I want to. If we gonna bring all these pieces, we need to bring. We definitely gotta bring Curse back because that was, he was really good for us in the safety position. And if the defense mm-hmm. is gonna continue to develop, then we need him. We definitely need Gregory coming off the edge because Demarcus Lawrence is getting older. Um, and we need to upgrade our offensive line because it was just dreadful. I mean, just I mean, it was just just terrible. I mean, Tyron Smith is is getting older and he's getting he's missing more and more games every year. Zach Martin was fantastic, mm-hmm. but. <clears throat> The rest of that line, we need this. We need a center. You know, Leal Collins. He, he needs to get back to what he was doing two years ago. Because I don't know what the heck he did this year. Um, and then that left guard or what? That that was terrible. That Connor Williams is not the answer there either. So that that to me, that's what we need to do. We need to spend some money in free agency. That's what we need to do. Stop talking about we want to see our homegrown guys. No, <laughs> spend money. <laughs> Yeah. No, bring Vaughn Miller in. That would impress me. That's that's something that would impress <laughs> me. Bring, you know, I, I mean, I don't even really care for Juju like that, but I mean, maybe he could be like a nice, if we lose Michael Gallup, which we probably will, then mm. maybe he's a nice piece to bring in there for a year. But spend some money. That's what I want you to do. I want you to spend some money. I want us to draft some offensive linemen because that's what we need. And then um, I want Kellen Moore to not call another quarterback draw with 14 seconds left and no timeouts. That's what I want. <laughs> I want us to win a playoff game. I'm not saying, Tom, but I want us to win the thing. But just win a game. You know, let me be proud to be a fan. Right game. now, I'm not proud. Okay? I was a Bengals fan. Honorary Bengals fan for the playoffs because I was so disappointed. Like, mm-hmm. You know, we play, we play great when we're playing the Eagles, but then when mm-hmm. we play your Raiders, we act like we don't have no sex. <laughs> So, what good does it do to beat the Giants? You're supposed to beat the Giants. Right. Hello? But when you, when you get to, like, a Green Bay or, like, an Arizona, for that matter, Arizona was terrible down the stretch. I don't know if you know this, but we're, we're the only team they beat in their last six games. They lost all the other five. <laughs> Sheesh. Wait, so, how, I mean, come on. Everybody's looking at us on their schedule like, W. And... Mm-hmm. We shouldn't be looked at as a W. If we have all this talent and all this stuff, because everybody talks about we're so talented. Okay, well, that's not translating to anything. Okay, that's kind of like what we just talked about Russell Westbrook with his triple doubles and that stuff. It's not contributing to winning. Having all this talent is not contributing to winning. Mm-hmm. So maybe we need less talent so we can win more. <laughs> maybe you need to cut some of the talent. You know, because now they're talking about trying to cut Amari Cooper and stuff like that. I'm like, if if it wasn't for Amari Cooper coming from the Raiders. Dak wouldn't have got the contract that he got in the first place because he looked terrible. Yeah, he didn't have no help. <laughs> I, don't, I mean, I don't know if you remember that, but I mean, he looked terrible. But, but the six, six, seven games that Zeke didn't play when he was suspended that year, mm-hmm. uh, nobody was talking about Dak being a premier quarterback or being a top 20 quarterback because he looked awful. <laughs> right. So, I mean, I get it. Cooper is making $20 million and he's not been playing like a $20 million receiver. But he's not exactly been schemed. They're not being schemed for our playmakers either. He hasn't been schemed correctly either, you know. You can't have right. one game where you scheme him right and then the next game, you know, you do two passes to him. And you're paying somebody right. $20 million to do that? <laughs> Shoot, if that's the case, you put me out there. Shoot. I'll be at the chiropractor on Monday, but I mean for $20 million. Like, I mean, hey. <laughs> 
So that's some that's some of the stuff I would like to see in all seriousness. I mean, I'm glad we, you know, we beat, you know, beat the teams and everything. We, you know, we had a productive year. We won the division, whatever you want to call it. But I mean, I expect us to win the division. I want us to take the next step now. And that would be to win a playoff game or win multiple right. games. So getting to your Raiders, though, I mean, y'all had a great season, but y'all had a lot of drama, starting with Mr. John Gruden. So how did yeah, you feel about so, that? You know, Raiders, we started off hot. Right, and so yes. you know, one of those teams like, yeah, watch out. And, but then, you know, things started trickling down with Gruden, and then you know we lost Rugs, and then we lost our one of our best corners. So it was like, you know, what are we doing out here? Yeah. But then you know that happened, and so basically this season, I just want everything to get back in order. You know, calm the team yes. down, get everything back in order. I like the signing of Josh McDaniels. I think. It's about time for him to get another shot at coaching because he did coach with the Denver Broncos for about, I think, two seasons. Mm-hmm. And so that, that was a while ago, but that was before he coached, um, you know, Brady. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, so. Well, I mean, if you coach at Brady, you don't really want to win the job. <laughs> right. So, I mean, with 14 season with the um, with Patriots, five Super Bowls, mm-hmm. you know. The Patriots, their offense has been productive nearly every year. Even this year, they were – even this year, it took everybody by, by surprise how good they were playing. You know, Mac Jones and, you know, he became pro. I think Mac Jones was better than they expected him to be. Or just the offense, man, we're good. So we're about to see how, what that's about. Well. You know? So, I mean, we see what happens. But if anything, you know, just get everything back in order. Josh McDaniels see what he's excited with the dude since like we're keeping their car. They're talking about extensions and so it's yeah, like, a forty million dollar extension. Yeah. So I I I mean my thing is only I think one of the only things I really want is let's get a let's go in free agency. Let's get another defensive player. Doesn't have to be on the line. Mm-hmm. Let's get some secondary guys. But then right. let's get a at least a wide receiver who's a threat. Yeah, because when y'all lost Rugs, I mean, that situation was just a lot. I mean, it was so. tough because, I mean, a lot of those games that season, it was Rugs deep down the field, Derek Carr airing it out. Yeah. But then, to me, I was like, Rugs, what? Rugs was a good player. He wasn't great. I'm looking for someone who, at least you can say he's good and then he's great. Rugs was just a a real solid player, speedy dude, right? He's gonna get open because yeah. he's speedy. Now Henry, uh, Henry, not Henry. Yeah, Henry Hunter, 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 Hunter. My bad, Hunter. Hunter. He he <laughs> showed that he has he can be a great player. You know, yeah. he stepped up. He's our best wide receiver off off the season, right? So he stepped yeah. up, so he can be like a Cooper Cup, right? Yeah, he's a slot, slot guy. Right, so mm-hmm. he showed that he's dangerous. He can be fast, you know, got one best route running in the NFL. Yeah. So, I mean, but that's a slot receiver. We need a guy at the top of the field who's going to be Like a number one. Ex. Yeah, who's going to be our ex. You know, we need that person. We need that person out there just to be a threat. So, I mean, so someone about, like you had, um, was it Brian Edwards? That's his name? I mean, but. He's new to lead, so you have to. So you're talking about you want a big time guy. 
It doesn't have to be big time. Just have someone who's a threat. It don't got to be a big time. I mean, well, shoot, maybe at this rate, we might trade y'all Cooper right back. Hey. <laughs> shoot, give y'all Amari right back. I mean, it don't have to be no one big. Like, for mm-hmm. example, it can be someone like Brandon Cooks, right? Oh, He's yeah. a threat. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's a threat. Be someone like, um. I mean, I was about <laughs> to say Nelson Aguilar. Not him, but. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But, like, you know, just give us a threat. Golden Tate, he's a threat. You know, just can't. You can't just leave him open one on one, right? So, I mean. Yeah. This season, defenses got away because they, they were able to. You know, guard guard our guys one on one because we didn't have nobody. Mm-hmm. But then you know they start um, double teaming um, Renfro towards the end, yeah. well playoffs really because you know that's our dude that's that's our offense and so I mean so yeah. I feel like that definitely shut us down because um, our dude uh, Waller was Waller was out for a cool minute and so I mean you know it's just one of those oh, yeah. seasons like if you had an injury you just shouldn't. You shouldn't have been playing. <laughs> like it's just, it's just yeah. very cautious, you know. After losing Henry, and then you know our our dude Gruden. I mean, well, I don't know about you guys, any... Gruden now, darling. That <laughs> well, not our guy, but you know, but like after we lost those two, I mean, any injury is just a problem. <laughs> so yeah. I mean, when um, Waller went out, that was a. It was a head scratcher because you're like, all right, what are we gonna do? Yeah. And so I mean, just this season, let's just get everything back, back to normal, no chaos. We'll be all right. It's all, I think, know, I think I mean, even in the middle of y'all chaos, though, like y'all still played well. Though, I mean, you still. Have I think after it teams. died down, yeah, after after it died down, it wasn't as hot as it was. Yeah. I think we start. We're okay. But so, it was I mean, still a cloud. Still a cloud. Right. Every game is the announcers talking about it. Right, so yeah, I mean, it just wasn't like, oh my gosh, did you see blah blah blah? You know, <laughs> yeah, that's all that was. Well, I mean, with the Henry Ruggs thing, though, I just think like there, it's a, it's a lesson in better decision making, making better decisions. Um, because, I mean, if he had called a teammate, he called an Uber or called a taxi, you know, called anybody, then. Maybe we don't. Maybe we don't. Well, maybe when we think of Henry Rose, we don't associate him with killing Tina Tinter and her doll. I mean, maybe we don't yeah. associate him with that. You know, I think unfortunately, like when you do certain situations, you do certain things, you find yourself in certain situations. Then people don't really necessarily remember the good things that you did. They remember the that you got on the front page news for. You know, yeah. so. Maybe he was great in the community. Maybe he was great with, you know, the school school kids and everything like that. Look up Henry Ruggs right now. The first thing that's going to come up is facing felony charges for the murder yep. of Tim. You know what I'm saying? So mm. you put yourself in the news in a bad light, you know? And I don't think he's a bad guy or anything like that. I think it was just oh, a no. poor decision. On a, right. It was a poor decision, and he had a bad night, but it was a poor decision, and it changed his life, his girlfriend's life, and the Tinter family and her friends as well, and their lives forever, and mm. then now he's talking about spending some time in jail, you know? Right. So, I mean, that's definitely a terrible situation. And But, you know, sadly, I was like, if any team moved to Vegas, something like that was going to happen. 
And, mm-hmm. you know, we, and just to further that, you know, that theory, mm-hmm. had the Pro Bowl in Vegas and a player was arrested. Yeah. So, I mean, just like that. Tomorrow. Yeah, so, I mean, just like that, you can just say, like, you know, not everybody's going to be able to, I guess, control themselves, let's say, mm-hmm. in Vegas. I mean, it's just I mean, something's going to happen, and I feel like something will happen every year, maybe with the opposing teams coming to Vegas to play or something, right? Yeah. So, I mean, it, it is Vegas. Vegas is known for its commotion. Yes, I've heard. <laughs> I've heard. Yeah. I think you just have to realize the type of position that you're in. Because you work your whole life to get to that position and then it's thrown away in five minutes. Yeah. For a moment. Now, for a moment. Right. So, I mean, it's definitely decision-making. But, I mean, a lot of those players don't. I mean, let's say you're you're the best player in, yeah. out of the NFL. Henry Ruggs, you know, Alabama. I mean, how much – can you say how much, you know, like mentoring did he get? You know? Mm-hmm. The best at what you get, everything was handed to you. I mean, now yeah. you're getting millions. They throw millions at you. <laughs> right. And so it's just, you know, sad case, yes. but I mean, it, yes. You know, real life. Very sad. Oh, yeah. I mean, because now, I mean, I mean, I'm not saying he's hated or anything. I think he still needs to be loved. Like, he still needs to be loved on and stuff like that. But I just think it's just, it's an overall, like you said, a bad situation, you know? Because mm-hmm. now nobody remembers you being, well, it was the 12th pick in the draft or something. You know, mm-hmm. what he did his rookie season and him being a Las Vegas Raider. Nobody remembers that. Right. <laughs> Everybody remembers what you did now, <laughs> not what you did then, you know? So, there was that, and then, I mean, with the John Gruden thing, with, you know, the emails being released, and, mm. you know, things coming up with that, that wasn't a good look for the team either, you know? Yeah. I know he, tri- I know he tried to, you know, defend and deflect what happened, but, I mean, it's in your emails, I mean, you know what I'm saying? It's not like, I mean, it, you know, if we have a conversation or something, and it, maybe, it, maybe it is just between me and you, but if it's right. on the computer... If it's on the computer and you've sent it out to somebody else, well, <laughs> that that was there, you know. Right. If I, you know, me and you talking at the park or something, then what we said at the park, that's just between me and you, mm. you know. But if I put it on social media, if I text it to you, if I call you and say, Chris, like, boom, 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 you know, it can be traced back that hey, that's what I said in was it twenty twenty two? Now that's what you said, right? You know. Maybe that's not how you feel right now, but it's what you said. Right. So, I mean, it's just, that was definitely unfortunate. I mean, but, you know, you still can't say what you can't say. I mean, now and then, yeah. I mean, if it was five years ago, he'll be, you know, slap on the wrist. But, I mean, just with, right. you know, everything's, everything's, you know, publicized now and everything gets oh, know, yeah. pretty fast <laughs> around the web if you do something wrong. So, I mean. Well, shit, it could be, I mean, just look at, I mean, I mean, I hate to bring this up, but I mean, just look at the, when, when Kobe Bryant and, you know, Gigi and all them people died, Vanessa Bryant, his wife, found out through social media, they didn't even call this woman to say, hey, your husband and they were involved in a crash and they just died. Yeah. She found out through TMZ. Like, that's, that's, I mean. That's so heartbreaking. 
I I was actually heated myself at the whole situation with the yes. even the cops being involved and having taking pictures and stuff. Like, what right. are you taking a picture of? Right. This is a like. This is you're on duty. Like, I get if you're a person who's like riding a bike and you just randomly see this. Yes. Like so. Like, I feel like she had every right. To, you know, to file a lawsuit on it, all those oh, cops. Yeah, she did. She did. Right, and, so, and then, you know, and then she also stood up for her husband because, you know, Kobe had an incident, right? right. Uh, he went to um, prison for not prison. He went to jail for it and stuff like that. Right. For uh, false accusations. But then, she you know. She stuck beside him. <laughs> right. And so, you know, that gets brought up. You're like, you know, a lot of people are like, why are we Cheering for this man and stuff like that, but but it, I mean it was false though. So but that that's you know you know people people are gonna be people you know yeah. So I mean just, I know we get that right. So with the Henry Ruggs, I mean even if he bounces back, this will forever be on his record. Yes, and I think he should you know just for I mean a lot of people honestly just it need to be there. But, you know, even, even, if John, even if John Gruden bounces back, people are going to remember these emails. The big question is, who responded to those emails? And what did that say? Well, I think the bigger question is, where, wh- who are the other, like, I know there's other emails. Yes! That's and what so, I'm saying. you know, <laughs> I'm going to hit on this t- next week when we talk about the Brian Flores situation. Oh, Yes. There's there's a lot going on that we don't know, and with the mm-hmm. percentages of how many white coaches there are to black people in the league, it's just I know there's been some things that've been said. I know some owners are involved. Oh yeah. So I mean, but the thing about it is, before John Gruden signed that ten year, hundred million dollar contract with y'all, somebody knew about those emails, and nobody said a word. Yeah. Until it got out. Then all of a sudden, oh my gosh, how terrible for him to say these things and for him to say that about women and about gay people and about black people and how awful. But somebody right. knew about it. You can't tell me somebody didn't know two, three, five years ago. Then emails from what, 10, 10 years ago? So you tell me it nobody knew? Like you know what I'm saying? Nobody knew? Nobody knew before the Raiders offered him this job, this big 10 year contract? Come on. But you, y'all hire people like that knowing what's going on. You know. But no, nah, no, you know, that's John, you know? Yeah. But record. I mean, I, I know it's not the first, and sadly, it won't be the last, but it's nope. just going to be one of those which one's going to be in the light, you know? Yeah. So I think that's how that's going to go. I mean, with the Brian Flores situation with the black coaches and just. Even getting paid to lose, like that. Yeah, <laughs> we all knew it. We all knew it was happening. It's just no that's one a heck ever of a came. Thing out. to dive into that, right? That's a heck of a thing to dive into. But you're right. Somebody always knows what's going on. You can't oh, yeah. pretend to be like, "Well, I ain't know." Oh, come on. You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, if you, if you knew something about me or something, they come out. And then be like, man, Chris, did you know that? It's like, no, nah, man, I ain't know. But it's like, but you did know that I was, I did that, or you know, I said right. that, you know, two, three weeks. You know, I said that already. You just didn't say nothing, but you knew. 
So mm-hmm. like, you just swept it underneath the rug, and that's what happened here. You know, somebody knew about the emails ten years ago when it happened. Somebody knew about it when he signed that contract with the Raiders. But all they did was swept it underneath the rug, and then when it mm-hmm. came out, John, you're fired. Like, <laughs> you know, what I'm saying you're fired. We're right. done with you. You know, I don't have a racist bone in my body, and all this type. Of, it's like, you know, you, you're doing too much. You know, in a sense. <laughs> Like, and I'm not saying the man is racist or anything. I, I do. I mean, yeah, I know we say things that we don't mean, so don't get me wrong. Right. But it's just when you put it out there, it's out there forever. You know, it's out there forever. You post something on Snapchat, Instagram, you email it to somebody. It's on Twitter, Facebook, whatever you put it at. It's out there for forever. Right. Somebody can always go back and do and and dig it up. I mean, I think he should. He should, he's going to get another opportunity, and I think you know. Almost definitely. I just you know it's just one of those like. He he needed to be an example, basically. Like you just can't yes. do this and get away with it. Yes. That's what I think it was. I think he'll yes. be in the league once again if he chooses to. But then you know, also, I mean, just the type of person John Gruden is. You know, he was so involved in the league and yes. you know, inside out. So I mean, you know, he might might not want to come back. He might expose some people. Like yes. I've seen some reports. Like you know, he's not happy about how things went. You know. You know, well, they just he's about to bring some other people with him, <laughs> right? So I mean, he can take he can he can best most definitely do yeah. some real bad things because I mean, I'm he he was up there with those all the owners like he knows everything with yes. the sports casting. So I mean, we'll see what see what happens in the next couple. Well, you know, definitely a couple of weeks and just you know. You know, for the next couple on. of months, right? You know, I mean, he's. I mean, I'm not like I said. I I think he's a great guy. I mean, because probably just because I just see the good. I think there's good in everybody. You know, oh, but okay. it's just an, it's just another one of those bad situations. You yeah. found yourself caught up in something that you shouldn't have been caught up in. You know, mm-hmm. but like I said, it's there for forever. You know, stuff I said five five ten years ago, it can be pulled up. What I said five ten years ago can be pulled up. What I said last year. Can be pulled out, right. you know, and you have to, you have to be. That's why you're gonna watch what you say and what you're doing, because you never know <laughs> when it could be used <laughs> or come up in something, and you like, right. man, I didn't mean that though. That wasn't. I didn't mean that. I was, you know, I was just playing around. I was joking. I was just talking. You know, was catching up with. But I did. I didn't mean it though, but. Right. It's there, <laughs> you know. So, but anyways, this has been a lovely chat, y'all. We are so glad we were back and everything. We appreciate y'all listening and stuff. This was a fun time. I know I had fun. Chris, you had a good time. You had a good oh, time. Oh, well, definitely. Oh, definitely. You know. So we appreciate y'all tuning in yet again. We are definitely about to go crazy, get more active, and keep interacting with y'all, having a good time. Definitely follow yeah. us on our Twitter. It's at Hot Takes with C underscore M. We'll repeat that again. Hot Takes with C underscore M. Sorry, that was kind of like, that was on me. But anyway, appreciate y'all again. Thank y'all so much for listening. We're going to see y'all next time. Stay tuned. Peace out. Peace.